Just a little more than a month ago, on August 30, Greek and Turkish pro soccer teams were playing against each other in Trabzon, Turkey. Uh, the Greeks, of course, call it Trabzonta. In English, it's Trebizond. The Greek team was AEK, A-E-K, uh, which in English translates to the Athletic Union of Constantinople. Well, the team was formed in Athens in 1924, just two years after the events we're going to hear about in a few moments. In the stadium, some Turkish fans held up a large sign, a banner really, and it had to be 15 to 20 yards long and more than a yard tall. And it was in English, and they held it up toward the Greek IAC fans on the opposite side of the stadium in huge block letters, each one almost the size of an adult. The banner asked, can you swim? That question is a hateful, <coughs> mocking reference to the 1922 genocide perpetrated against Greeks and others by Turks in Smyrna. The banner proves that the hatred that sparked a gruesome seaside uh, holocaust still, still burns today. And that's why we do this every year. We remember Smyrna so that the world doesn't forget Smyrna. We remember Smyrna because Turkey needs to learn about Smyrna and to acknowledge what really happened there in 1922 and to stop blaming it on others or denying it altogether. We don't do this out of hatred. We don't seek retribution. We remember Smyrna for the sake of simple justice, to set the record straight. We don't ask this because we're Greeks or Greek Americans. We ask it as human beings. We simply ask Turkey to acknowledge the truth, to recognize the genocide for what it was, and we will continue to remember Smyrna, and we will continue to demand recognition of the truth until Turkey does what is right. Imagine it's September 14th, 1922, and you're standing near the water's edge in Smyrna. You haven't eaten in a week. You've only had a mouthful of water since yesterday. You and 500,000 other Greeks just like you are crushed together like packed sardines on a pier perhaps 50 feet wide. You can't turn around to see them, but what were elegant harborside buildings just two days ago have been transformed into a demonic wall of flames rising hundreds of feet into the sky. A sky you cannot see because of the black toxic smoke rising out of those flames. The back of your head feels as though it's on fire as the sound and fury of the firestorm behind you is deafening. It resembles a loud, angry freight train thundering by you. You don't dare look behind you because you can hear the desperate, maddening screams. We're burning, we're burning. From both sides you hear the recurring, dull, heavy thud of a bullet piercing someone's flesh followed immediately by the gunshot that caused the thud. A strange reversal of cause and effect, the difference in distance to the bullet's victim and the Turkish soldier firing his rifle into the crowd. However, the unfortunate Greek mother that has just been shot does not fall over. She remains upright by virtue of being so tightly packed against other Greek mothers and children 
who have yet to be shot. Now you hear splashing in the water in front of you. The sound is of women and children closest to the water's edge, jumping in desperation. They lack the strength to swim, but the sight of two dozen Allied warships in the harbor presents the faint hope of escape from certain imminent death. Only a few men remain in this vast multitude of humanity as men and boys over 15 years have already been taken prisoner and marched to their own death. Most of the pitiful swimmers lack the strength to reach the warships and succumb to a silent, watery death. Of the few who actually reach the Allied warships of Great Britain, France, and the United States feel the relief that they have been saved. But something is wrong. You can see them attempting to climb onto a gangway or up an anchor chain, only to be blasted by the force of fire hoses dumping their limp bodies back into the sea. A few manage to reach the deck rail, but suddenly they're falling back into the harbor without the hands that were gripping the rail. Hands that have been severed by sailors under strict orders from their superiors. Now, seeing no escape in any direction, you're left with only one option. And this is to pray to your God that he will save you or take you in advance of something far worse. We don't ask this because we're Greeks or Greek-Americans. We ask it as human beings. We simply ask Turkey to acknowledge the truth, to recognize the genocide for what it was, and we will continue to remember Smyrna, and we will continue to demand recognition of the truth until Turkey does what is right.